0: Happy what hours. do you What do you Chris? Stay oh. true, stay real, stay righteous. What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? Hmm. I'm feeling a little weird. I'm gonna have Bat Boy Black Lager. Bat Boy. Bat Boy. Bat boy. Was isn't that from the National Enquirer? <laughs> I think it is Bat Boy. You know, I was remembering that because wasn't that like you that was like a regular? You would be in uh, the grocery store at the yeah. checkout, and they would always have the magazines like you know Bat Boy Time, Returns, and they would have that right the National Enquirer, and that was always one they'd have on there. You know, over yeah, the, it was great. Yeah, the Saga of Bat Boy. Or, uh, you know the the so they made a beer yeah. after him. This is a, this comes from Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company, Greenbrier out of West Virginia. Is that where the Bat Boy was from? West Virginia? Mm, I don't know. You remember a while back, I mentioned my buddy um, who ha- had come up with an idea to um, have like an Airbnb raft floating down the Mississippi River. Right. <laughs> an experience, the, yeah. The boatman. The boat man. Yeah. So anyways, I was actually speaking with him the other day. And so he's actually told me that he's really considering, you know, kind of like, Selling off his, his belongings, you know, mm-hmm. for leaving his job and, like, just getting like a sprinter van or something and, and doing, like, cross country. Ah, the path of the righteous, man. I said, man. do it, man. I said, just become a nomad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people are doing that now. That's becoming kind of common. Van life. Well, sure. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of people make videos of it, TikToks, YouTubes. mm mm-hmm. um, But it's becoming a really popular thing for people to just kind of you know get rid of a lot of these large material assets and just say screw it i'm just going to kind of live wherever and yeah go you know like i said live that nomadic lifestyle what's that um what's that it's kind of that new age um philosophy it's called um minimalism minimalism that's it (laughs) yeah is, yeah. is is that new age or is that? Oh, I I mean I don't know if it's a new yeah. age thing, but no, I mean it's that's kind of a min, that's a minimal a minimalist lifestyle I mm-hmm. would consider. That's what it reminds um, me of. Um, but I find that interesting that that particular lifestyle and even just the minimalist ideology being kind of prominent right now. Mm-hmm. To me, it almost seems like here's my perception of it. I wonder if you know growing up, a lot of things that I remember hearing from adults was how desperate they were to cleanse themselves of all the debts they had. It always seemed like that was what everyone's goals are around. I've got to you know, I gotta pay off my debts, I gotta pay off my house, you know, I'm trying to get to retirement, trying right. to pay off the car or whatever, pay off the kids college mm-hmm. and all this stuff. The so linear if, financial path. I wonder if over time as people have sort of seen the weight that, you know, having um Large investments, I guess, has put on people that maybe there is sort of a change in mindset that people are saying, "Hey, I don't want these these weights," mm-hmm. you know. Um, that, that's always kind of been what I've looked at it as is that maybe that's why the mindset's changing, and maybe people are having more of a minim- minimalist lifestyle because they're just saying, "Hey, like, yeah. why overburden myself, <laughs> you know, and have massive debts if I can." You know, live without a few things, right? And I guess well, it's what you're willing to live with or without, right? Well, some are saying that we're returning to more to a to a more level field of spirituality. They're saying we as a people are gravitating back towards that due to a lot of events that have so, unfolded. So, what does that mean in the long run? Well, I don't know. And when you say as a people, what do you mean in like a, as the whole? Well, there's world? a transformative wave coming you know I mean people are slowly take choosing a more simplif- mm. simplistic means to live as opposed and to you, living and you think that's a traditional that, that is a more spiritually driven way of life I mean it has to be mm-hmm. if you require so much to be happy mm. think how much how much harder would it be to find fulfillment in that type of life but when you need nothing to be happy how easy is it to find fulfillment I guess it's a good point you know all the all the great maybe. prophets of our time. They all were <laughs> maybe the less were broke you... and homeless, and they traveled around. And they, the... I mean, there's a reason because these men had found true meaning and true power mm. in the idea of simplicity and wanting for nothing. That within itself is a powerful creed. So it's almost like if you look at it that way, the less you have, the more rich you are.
1: Sure, I mean, the right. More rich maybe right.
0: spiritually, or... right. Um, even in satisfaction in life, just right. easily satisfied. Hey, well, I uh, just enjoy the simple. Thing. <laughs> attachment to the right. material is detachment from mm. the, the spiritual. Mm. But you know, I have to admit there are times when I do like my amenities, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, my AC. Right. When it's hot out, I like to have some nice air conditioning. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I get it, you know, but I do get a little gluttonous sometimes, especially with food. I hands down think the air conditioning unit <laughs> is the is to this day probably the greatest invention <laughs> from mankind. Think about because I believe the first usage Climate of control. it. Well, I think the first usage of it was based in like meat freezers and stuff. Mm. I mean, it was kind of like a, a way that they were figuring out how to keep things colder. Can you imagine somebody being walking in there, being like, "Oh my god, it's the hottest day of the month, and it mm-hmm. feels amazing." I wish my house felt like this. Right? I wish. God. I wish this could be in my home. Mm-hmm. I wish they could do that. And then, and then, lo and behold, the, the grandiose idea comes to where you know what, man. the there's a market for this. People want this. People right. will, will require this at some point. Me and you have both experienced times that our air conditioning units have went out. <sighs> oh, my God. It's miserable. It's <laughs> miserable. Well, because, I mean, there's yeah. not even an air... Like, most of the time, a lot of people don't realize outside of your... You know, outside of fans moving mm-hmm. or you know, your central air unit, there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of movement in your house. So one of the first things you'll start to notice if your air conditioning goes out is the fact that like air node doesn't move so it just gets like it's just hot yeah, stagnant, and it's stagnant. Yeah. So everybody always opens the windows to try to get airflow and you know right. it's just it, it's interesting to see how quickly you well, adapt. It think about it like this too. So it's another way that we've tried to structure our environment. You can literally walk into your house now and decide what temperature it is. Right. Regardless of what the actual outside environment is, you can force the, you can climate control your environment. Right. It's like micro terraforming. <laughs> We're creating our own atmospheres within our homes. I think mine's probably polluted and... Toxic. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of toxic fart juice floating around. <laughs> you know, I say I know it sounds Black nasty. Mold. I'm Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, it's funny. We I say that, but at, so at my job, we we have like a in our office, we have a uh, like one of the air purifiers or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like a big giant thing, and it and like it it'll uh, basically like evaporate or pull out all the moisture in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm talking about one of those things. Yeah. And so it's got this big basin in it where over time the moisture from the air collects in it, and every so often you have to take it out and empty it. Mm-hmm. And every time it gets full, it's a full dehumidifier, <laughs> yeah, right? Dehumidifier. That's what right. it is. Sorry, yeah. Um, and and every time it has to be emptied, you know, I'll be like, oh man, it's all that fart juice that's been collected in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but you know what? Somebody, but Jeez. somebody, but one of the guys I work with actually came actually mentioned a very. Uh, a very useful thing about those those uh, dehumidifiers I never thought about. It. He's like, think about it. He said, if you ever need a water source, just turn your dehumidifier on. It literally <laughs> feels, from the air, it right. creates a basin of water. As long as you have power, right. right. But I mean, I'm like, okay, that's kind of, you know, I never thought about it like that. It yep. could be sort of another... S- yeah. I mean assuming I guess it's clean well, when well, it goes through I, it. I don't I, I, don't know. Know. I don't I don't know. I don't don't know. It probably depends yeah, it's got on a lot the environment. Of particles in it. I don't know. I mean think about it. If you're in a post apocalyptic <laughs> environment, there may be like spores flying around the air. You don't want that shit going into your I'm water. Use, they need to use it in a movie, like to show the guy somehow rigs up a dehumidifier, <laughs> makes gets his <laughs> water from the air or whatever. <laughs> hey, I mean it would work, right? It works. It creates water, so Why I never not? thought about it that way. Hmm. I would agree. I guess like if you had a cabin and you didn't run any electric or, sorry, if you had electric ran mm-hmm. to it, but you had no plumbing, you could use it on I've seen people on YouTube who yep. have who have homes they've built, like, in, you know, off the edges of cliffs and stuff. Oh, yeah? Off the yeah. edges of cliffs? No, well, I mean, just like, you know, it's in this heavily yeah. forested area on top of a mountain or mm-hmm. something. And their homes are 100% self-sustaining. Mm. They have, like, water collection systems yep. and, you know, power absorbing systems. It's always really cool to see yep. that stuff because those people are... I mean, they're technically people who are are almost 100% independent from society. Which is a well, hard feat to accomplish. Well, you know, when I think about it, a lot of society at one time was very self-sufficient. I mean, it almost had to be, right? People grew their own food. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people didn't have, like you said, they didn't have air conditioning, right? So, right, it was hot. Y- y- there, there was a lot of things that were you had to be self-dependent on to be able to get around and do things and survive. And really, if you think about, I mean, like our society, for example, I mean, there's, it's kind of the opposite. People are just more dependent on corporation to take care of things right <laughs> i don't even like i go to i go to a store Lyle and Schwab, just pick yeah, out man. you know my food or whatever no economic effort. form i'm telling you chris you it's know all i go real. to my i go to my cute and you know, i go to my um my sa- it's like your house is like your little block or whatever your little right. sale or whatever boom, boom, number 115 boom, boom, boom. grandview drive <clears throat> <clears throat> you go through the like you the know. checkpoint.
1: Well, guys you know, if you
0: think about some of the issues you ran into that we're going through right now with supply chain shortages and things, mm-hmm. it's kind of you know it kind of makes me think we well, probably need to start becoming a little more self sufficient again. This show it shows what happens when there's a heavy dependency on, you know, uh I guess mass production to be able to supply everything. Well, there's a really strange phenomenon that's happening that's being reported. I I can't mm-hmm. verify 100. percent if it's true or not, because it's also been pegged as conspiracy theory. Okay, but this one specifically talked about food supply plants burning down within the past. I think it was six months. Mm. And there's a really weird trend. Like there's a lot that have caught on fire or blown up or something. It's just a really strange thing. Mm. So what's the conspiracy? Well, the conspiracy that is it's intentional. Yeah, that they're but that they're what, trying but to create. Who? But the government. Oh, the government. The government be trying to create it to create government regulation over food Mm. rationing. So instead of you going to the market to figure out how many jugs of milk you want to get, you've got like your coupons that are issued Mm -hmm. to you that says, you're issued one jug of (laughs) milk. Hey, you know, there was a... One lucky chance. Speaking of rationing, I don't know if this is true either, but... Uh, another person I work with was talking about how they went to go fill up gas in their truck. Oh yeah! And when it hit eighty dollars, like it Ooh. stopped. It wouldn't let them pump past eighty dollars <laughs> worth of gas. Ooh. That's and he weird. said it happened to him twice. And I was like, ah, I was like, you know, if they if they start like regulating gas, like and you right. only get so much dollars, like, it would be. Like people would know about it. And he's like, I don't know, man. It's happened to me twice. I said, well, keep an eye on it. I'd be interested to see if there's like, some like people are like gauging the, the gas or so many people can't. You know what though? Let's think about that though. <laughs> Let's be honest. How many people are probably filling up their gas tanks $80 worth? Like my well, gas he is because he has a, a large right, truck. Right, It just probably depends on what you're driving. Right. But the point is, like my car, it, mm-hmm. if, even if I filled it up, it would maybe hit 50 yeah. right now. Right. So a lot of people probably aren't experiencing mm. that, or if they are, they're probably not thinking anything of it. But the yeah, fact but what that about like truck twice, drivers and stuff? You know, wouldn't they be noticing? Well, maybe they don't because they, they remember they get different fuel. No, oh, well, I mean they're getting right, yeah. completely different. Most of the times, I think gas stations even have like mm. side lots for individually mm. for truckers to refuel. You know, it'd be interesting just to, to you know because we know a lot of people that drive larger vehicles uh-huh, yeah. and would probably would might have some stuff that would be up in the higher range, especially with the way you know gas prices. Right I would ask a few people just to yeah. see if they've run into the same situation. If so that'd be kind of interesting, especially if it's not something that's known if that was happening, it'd be curious as to why. Is it the gas station that's choosing to do it? It'll be an interesting you know, experiment. It'll be a costly experiment. Why? I mean think about it, we're gonna have to spend eighty bucks every time we want to try to test out the pump to <sighs> see if it's rigged. Gosh. So are you familiar with the concept of peak oil? We're talking about gas or right? have you ever heard of that that concept peak oil? Mhm. It's this theory that I think like maybe in the 70s or the 80s we hit it was it was the height of the oil supply. Mm. And now we're just on a continuous downfall. I could believe that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the the fossil fuels have to run out at some point. Yeah. A finite resource. Well, I mean, they're they're driving for a lot of electric now. I mean, they the I said this. Hey, I've already mentioned this, but the recent Detroit Auto Show was exclusively all the models were that were shown were electric vehicles. Really, I didn't know yeah. that. And a lot of um, you know, a lot of your main car companies are starting all, their new models are all starting to be electric version cars. Interesting. So it's happening really fast. This transition, and there has to be a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I, you know what I worry. I wonder if it's one of those things where we fucked around for too long, and now like <laughs> we've just run out of time, and they're just like, Shit. it's going to be one of those rushed things where they're going to try to like fix it at the last minute. But it's right. just, you know, just like everything else in manufacturing. Because is. think about it, like even produce, even if you manage to start getting electric cars more mainstream in the market. And let's say you start making them affordable. Mm-hmm. Say our area, for example. I don't even know where the nearest charging station is. Right. There's so much that has to change. And they're. Try- it seems like they're trying to do a lot really fast. And I, I could be wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. I just don't see the bigger picture yet. Right. But, I don't know, it's- it makes me wonder, like, uh, you know, are we... Or maybe they'll just spend a-, a couple of billion dollars of the taxpayer money and just institute some kind of bill that does like you know nationwide fossil fuel reform here we give every gas station a million dollar we print a million dollars for every gas station so they can get their pumps upgraded i don't know i just wish they would do the uh, i just want to be able to teleport to working back i don't want <laughs> to have to get on the roads anymore I mean, really? Like, I just want to be able to avoid people as much as possible. I just want to be able to get in my little teleportation and say, "All right, I'll see you guys Monday." And I just <laughs> appear in my on my couch, you know, ready to go. What's the <sighs> Harry Potter thing? They go in like the chimneys, they're in the fireplace or something. They throw down the <laughs> dust and they and they they teleport like that. I'm like, man, that's such a dirty way to teleport, though. Why are we still building, like, we need to stop spending money on on <laughs> changing our vehicles and start building teleportation devices. Yeah. <laughs> molecular fission, right? Because that's what we're, we're at the cusp, of. we're at the brink of modern, <laughs> of a modern breakthrough in molecular fission. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't know. Elon Musk kind of is, he's, he's either Tony Stark or he's Lex Luthor, right? <laughs> we'll find out. Right, you know, for the longest time, <laughs> for the longest time, I didn't know that I didn't know that Lex Luthor's full name was Alexander Luthor. Did you know that? I didn't know that either. Lex Luthor's full name is Alexander Luthor from Superman. So, if so since your name, your first name is Alexander, I can, I I start, can I start calling you Lex, Lex Hamilton? Right, Lex. I got robbed. Call me Lex. I want to go by Lex from now on. Yeah, Lex. <laughs> Maximilian, I don't think Maximilian I don't, Pegasus. I don't think it gives you. I don't think it gives you the credibility to completely change your name. I think it just gives you enough to go by a badass comic. Christopher villain. Bartholomew Hezekiah <laughs> yes. Malik from the Tomes of the Ancient One. Christoph malachi hezekiah tortuga (laughs) rose from the the ashes (laughs) the third i just want some powerful you know some intense it's almost like everything you've accomplished is like added a new name onto it you know right like in fable when you can have numerous like hero titles yeah, chicken Chase, I think we did that one time. <laughs> I did a did my my poor rendition of the fable, <laughs> off of one of the Peter Molyneux. Man, that's a, that's a game they need to revive. Is fable? I don't know why that's take, when one that's been taking so long to to come. All these remakes and revives and redo of games. Why has fable not been one that, that yeah. somebody's picked up? Well, there's been. I think there's been numerous rumors about that that Microsoft Studios is still attempting to reboot it. I mean, that has been talked about for years. So it'll, right. I'll be curious to see. Yeah, I it's think just wishful thinking, but it'd yeah. be really fun if they did. Well, I think like the X, because I don't I don't know if anybody knows, but but Microsoft has now acquired Bethesda Studios. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who make like Skyrim and Doom. They make the Doom games now. What else do they do? Fallout. They do the Fallout. Oh, the Fallout games. games yeah. So, so they do all all those kind of RPG style games. I'll be curious to see. I think Starfield's the new yeah, game, right, that Right. God Howard is coming out with. so. Well, Chris, as always, it's been good. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what you heard tonight, we are streaming on all major platforms, and you can check us out at any of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, everybody stay true, stay real, stay righteous.